And the word was made flesh, and he made his dwelling among us. I think many of you know that I love to go hiking, uh, and I do, I do love to go hiking. Uh, but I'm a day packer. So in other words, that I go for a day hike and, and then come home because I like my bed. <laughs> I like the soft, cozy belt. Even when I do, like, I'll do, like, long hikes, like as an 18-hour hikes. But I still want to come home to my bed because, and, and I'll do, like, top of 14,000 14, feet high mountains, come back down. And I, I love doing it. I, I love even doing the long ones, but I still like to get my own bed. Um, I have done backpacking, which is where you, you have to carry everything on you, including your tent and all your supplies. Um, but I, I, um, I don't, uh, I'm not as, not as good at that. I'm not as uh, proficient as. I, I think I like the comforts of my own bed. I, I think when you have to understand is when you're out there in the backpacking, I mean, you're very vulnerable. I mean, your tent, your water, your food, if you forgot something, it's on you. I mean, that's it. It's you and the nature. Like, and, and I have to tell you, I've, I've been out there and I lie down and, and you get, you're surrounded by this little tent and you hear, I, you hear everything. Like, I don't sleep. I hear everything. I, can't, I go, oh, that's got to be a bear. And it was probably, I think it was an ant moving across the thing. I mean, like, I mean, everything gets exaggerated because you have all this fear. But um, the, the idea like, that there's only this little tent between you and and nature and now once you get used to it after I did for a couple of days you you start to realize and relax and see and hear and and you start to sort of in a sense appreciate nature in a different way but you're still vulnerable and 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 you really need to know what you're doing to do it uh, to do it well well the reason why I bring that up is the tent is actually a better translation of what I, I just read it says the Lord made his dwelling with us. Actually, the translation is, he pitched his tent with us. That's actually the translation. So it, it, they, they put it into a more uh, localized language for us today. But back then, when it was first written, remember the, the community, there was a lot of Bedouins. They would have been um, nomads and pitching a tent. And remember, the Jewish people we were in the desert for, for 40 years, so they lived in tents. So this was a common, common phrase. And the idea that they, he pitched his tent with us was the way that is he became vulnerable alongside us as a human being, that he was all in, if you would, on the humanity. And then the question we have to go is like, why was that so important? Why did God have to become one of us in Jesus Christ. And because that's the feast we celebrate today, the most powerful feast of all is that he became incarnation, that he became one of us in the baby Jesus. Um, and I, I think we have to understand that, that he was trying, God was trying to communicate at a deeper level a message that he's been trying to communicate ever since he created humanity, is that he is with us. He is for us. And he is within us. He is all around us. Is that he is, he's there all the time. And what happened, I suppose, is that the, the world had become a darkened place. And we hear that both in last night's readings, was an emphasis of last night's readings was in the darkened world. But we also hear, hear in, in John's more eloquent way, 
he said that he came to testify, uh, John the Baptist came to testify tonight, that he wasn't the light, but that Jesus Christ was the light. He was the light of the world to come into a darkened world. Well, what makes a world darkened is sin and pain. Sin and pain. Sin causes a lot of the pain, but not all the pain. Pain sometimes comes about by circumstances in life, and, and things happen, and then we become um, we hardened, and we become sinful, and the world becomes a darker place. And, and so what, in becoming, a, pitching his tent with us, he becomes one with us and says, there's no need to lose hope in our world that how do you beat the darkness is you turn on a light. You bring the light. You, you can't fight darkness with darkness. You fight the darkness with a candlelight. And when you turn on the light, then the whole world is lit again. And that's what Christ did. Christ came among us as a, as a vulnerable child. He didn't come as a king. He didn't come in a palace. He came with a baby in a manger. And we have to understand with all the vulnerability, and, and when you look at the manger, the, the crash set, it's, it's deliberate that there's, a, there's animals and there's vulnerability. And, and the reason is we're trying to emphasize that he pitched his tent with us, that he became one with us in all our vulnerabilities and all our, our, our ways. And, and that's the beautiful message. So that's all great. It's great theology. It's wonderful. What does it do for us? It, well, it comes down to the core is that we are called now to be this light in this world. So Christ came into the light and comes again inside you and I. And we are called to be then that light for all the world to see. And, and let's face it, in our darkened world, I don't think we're any more brighter than we were back when Jesus came. In fact, they tell us that there are over a hundred uh, sites of regional conflicts and wars throughout the world right now. Right at this moment. I, of course, we know the two huge ones, two major ones is the Palestine and Israel and, uh, and Ukraine and Russia. And, um, but here's what the Lord says in the midst of all that rubble and all that disaster is that he is present in the midst of all of us. That he is in the Gazan child and he's also in the Israeli child killed by the Hamas. That he is in the, the Ukrainian child killed and the Russian army killed. He is in the, the, the homeless and the, the rich. He's in the straight and he's in the gay. That, that Christ is born in every single one of us. And that our role as Christians is to say yes to that, to say yes to that message that is within us and then to become the light to the world so that all can see. That, that's our role as Christian disciples. The question is, well, it's great to be out there talking about it, but, but how do we do that? We do that inside our own families, inside our own selves by saying yes to the Lord, just like Mary did. And that yes is a yes to the light in the midst of a darkened world. See, I, I love to quote a, um, uh, one of my favorite saints is St. John of the Cross. 
And John, John of the Cross uh, said that in the evening of our life, we'll be judged not on how well we have lived, but on how well we have loved. We will not be judged on how well we have lived, but we'll be judged on how well we have loved. See, and I think that is the ultimate shining of our light, is that we love others. We love others not just when it's convenient. We don't love others just when we like them. We love others in the midst of their pain and their suffering. When, when they are grumpy and unpleasant to be with, we love them because that's where they need to be loved. When they're in pain and when they're wounded, we love them. We love them past their darkness and we shine a light. We don't agree with the pain that they cause. We don't agree with those who are, are bombing the Gazan children, nor do we agree with the bombing of the ha Hamas militia killing the, the Israeli children throughout the place. We agree with neither. But we love them where they're at, and we want to love them through their darkness and into the light. And we do that in our families, and we continue to work for peace by being people of the light, by people who are willing to extend ourselves and to love others where they are in their brokenness, in their pain, and their suffering. So today, as we acknowledge that the Lord pitched his tent with us, um, then we're willing to pitch our tent with others and to, to let our light shine for all to see by the simple acts of kindness, gentleness, forgiveness, and love today. May the word was made flesh and made his dwelling among us.